Welcome to Film Reel. Um, so today we are talking about films. <laughs> we're looking at famous painters. So we're doing Andy Warhol. And it's in association with, en- association with Energy Marty. Uh, Mikey was too lazy to be here today, so yeah. he'll be on here next week. I like how we didn't even come up with an excuse. No, normally, if you're not, not here, we yeah. come up with an excuse. I just <laughs> said he was lazy. No, Mikey's actually um, doing an expedition to find the lost city of gold in the jungles of South America. Yes. You can describe our podcast as that. Oh, uh, our our podcast is a futuristic version. Oh my god, I can't actually read. <laughs> 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 a futuristic, futuristic vision, vision perfected, the final cut of the influential masterpiece of science fiction movie making. That's us. Yep. That's what we do over here. Um. So we're recording this now in um. IMAX high definition. <laughs> <laughs> so because it's been a while it since has. it's um, been a long road. since we personally recorded one. Uh. Yeah. yeah. We've. Been getting the intern to do a to do a lot of these. Jeff, um, yeah. he does all four voices. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> impressive, actually. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Extremely talented. Big man. fan. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, he's actually human, not a big fan. So <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Uh, oh no. So basically, summer's been over. We probably all watched some g- weird, interesting things. Um, and the sky is on fire. Yeah, yeah currently, well, the yeah. sand from Saudi Arabia has drowned out all life on Earth. And this is the final. This is the final one. We're all going to die after this. Not even Aww. joking. Look it up. Look up it's this date. This, this was recorded. We're not going to say the date. Oh, keep recorded. it. Mis- I mean, I could say um, it because that would make it too it's easy. It's October, and it's a Monday. Uh, 16th. Do with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's less than 17th, do more than the 15th. <laughs> do with that. <laughs> select information as you wish. Um, so the sky's on fire. So if this does get discovered by future historians or aliens, or future historians, or future aliens, or, fi- <laughs> or future, <laughs> future aliens. historian aliens, <laughs> um, Konnichiwa. Um, <laughs> ni hao. <laughs> so we haven't even said what Pascal. Films okay. Yeah, what films? What films <laughs> talking about? Um. What films are we talking about? Uh, are we going to go from left to right or just mix it up or what? Uh, let's go right centre. Oh, yeah. Get, do me to do it first. Left. Yeah. Get Red Ranger to do it first. Um, Settle down Red Ranger. <laughs> Red Ranger. And he's my real Ranger now. Are you saying centre, left, right? Like, centre. Like the Russian government. Oh! Uh, oh! So that was really good. Sorry. That was really um, good. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I, we... Now, it's a bit of a dead meme. Yeah. I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it, Mum. Okay. You don't want to listen to me do this, but... We, me and Joe, and one other, went, went and saw, went and saw the Emoji movie. They're three pounds fifty. It's pretty good. What film. a what a what a film. Well, so we looked this up, <laughs> didn't we, Joe? That it's pretty much made almost like two hundred million or something. Uh, yeah, it has. And you've contributed to that. We went and saw it after it already made a profit, so it doesn't really matter at that point. Well, true. I mean, it was, yeah. it was still, you know. Uh, so, um, the film was interesting because it's very good. It was a big advert. Okay, let's not let's not beat around the bush here, people. Yeah. So they spent. <laughs> so the film begins, and it has a guy called Alex. I, I can't believe I remember that. <laughs> a guy <laughs> called Alex, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna um, message this girl and say about the homecoming dance." And everyone's like, "Yeah, go on then, mate. Go on then, do it." And he's like, "Oh, what emoji should I send?" And then, Meh. Is it Meh? Is his name Meh? Uh. His name is Gene. Oh, Gene, yeah. Gene, who's a meh emoji. Uh, so he's pretty meh. Uh, it's just like his first day on... The- so basically, the way it works... So look at your phone and open up your... Little- I'll, I'll do... I'll play along with the audience. So let's go to... The- let's go to Messenger, shall we? Oh, you have an Android there, so it's not quite the same. Yeah, well, we can't all be perfect, Toby. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the to the group chat, to a group chat. 
Actually, let me go to the film real quick, chat. Uh, it, it literally doesn't make a difference. But and I'm sure. going to go on to emojis. And as you can see, there's lots of emojis, right? So let's have a look at... So there's the Met emoji, which is there. Oh, wait, which no one's one the Met? I see this. I found it. Okay, so the Met... John, screw it. That, that was a terrible segment. The Met emoji is called Gene. <laughs> and <laughs> the way it works is there's, there's a big... <laughs> art. There's a big, like, um, box. And everyone stands in a thing in a box, including Patrick Stewart playing a literal... Uh, can you turn your phone off, please? I'm just, oh, is that just? I'm, ju I'm just getting a lot of feedback. Sorry, my bad. Uh, my um, I'm sorry, Mr. Manning. Um, Brilliant. So there's, <laughs> so there's Patrick Stewart playing a piece of poo. Uh, sorry, a piece of poo. Yeah, the poo emoji. Joe's like so acting surprised that he watched. No, but you you were there, Joe. I thought he was just playing some yogurt. No, no, it was no, it was brown and it was in the shape of a poo. And there's also poo jokes to make you know that oh, it is poo. Oh, those were puns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, that would make a lot of sense now. Yeah, cause it's funny because Patrick Stewart's quite a civilised man and he's playing a literal piece of poo. That's the joke. Yeah. Quite they paid lots of money for that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so there's like a box and everyone stands in the box and the, there's a big finger, like mechanical finger that goes around and chooses them and then scans them and they send out the emoji. Right? Okay. So if it can scan them and send it out, why do they need to be there every time? That's one true. of yeah. One of the multitude of, of problems here. Uh, I want to point out that I took four pages of notes during this film and I've left it at home, so... <laughs> that was a waste of my time. Um, that was before the meme died. <laughs> yeah, so I was all hyped to do it, but then we d we got delayed. Thanks, Mikey. It's all Mikey's fault. Can we all blame Mikey? Sure. Yeah. Sorry, who's really Mikey? Fault, yeah, Sorry, who's Mikey? Hmm? There's only three of us on film, right? I didn't hear, did you say something? <laughs> no. Uh, and so, but Meh, he gets he panics, and he uh, he makes the wrong face. And then, so when Alex sends the text message with the emoji on the end, it's a different face, right? Right. But Okay, so 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 that and that causes a conflict, right? Because it's like, oh no, it means the wrong thing. Couldn't you just send a message afterwards saying that I pressed the wrong? Yeah, one? like a little asterisk. Like there is there is literally no conflict. I mean, if it was like, if he had a friend and his friend's mum had died or something, and he said, "I'm sorry, your mum's died," <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of putting like a sad face, you wouldn't put an emoji there anyway. But instead of putting like a sad face, he put like a laughing face. And I can see where I'd be there'd be some conflict, right? But it's just a girl, and it's a message like, "Do you want to go to the dance?" And instead of a meh emoji or something, it's like a laughing emoji. You could just like resent it or something. Exactly. Um, so then he's like, oh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna factory reset my phone." Actually, no, he has to go to a phone shop to make an appointment to go to a phone shop to factory reset his phone. I, I could, I, if I wanted to, I could do it in like five seconds. Yeah, there's literally a button on my phone. But no, he has to go there and do it, and then everyone's like. Oh no! Gene has destroyed our world. There's a world inside the phone. Every app has its own world. Um, <coughs> Wreck it, Ralph. <coughs> Wreck it, Ralph. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh no! Really? Oh wow. Um, so we need to breeze through this. First. Um, yeah, it's so it's terrible. It's awful. There's a really forced feminist message constantly. There's a female character that's a hacker. 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 And she just turns around and starts just spouting feminism. And it's fine. It's fine to have a feminist message in a film, right? Yeah. That's fine. But it's the fact that she stops, turns towards the camera and goes, did you know that when emojis were first released, there was only a bride and a, a, bride and a princess? And that was only two female emojis. Right. And, and then she just turns around and keeps walking. Now, I'm fairly certain that emojis don't have a gender. They're just faces. I'm pretty sure no one cares. But the thing that like, she didn't say that there was like only... The, like all the stereo, the no, and, and it's and it's she didn't point out all the emojis were like racist stereotypes. No, the day, and, and it's fine if they just went and, and I don't know they had like I, I don't know some clever visual thing where it was like 
like a, I know there was like some kind of men's club and you could see all the emojis going in like really yeah. different and then there was like a women's club and it was just two types that would be you know fine that's yeah. that's a well that's a nice way to do it. no she just turns around and says to the camera overall I give the film one out of ten she said that <clears throat> she turned to the camera and yeah. overall I give this film one out yeah. of ten yeah she'd say that um, wow I think to emphasize how much of a visual advert this was uh when you when you're watching a film uh before in the cinema you get trailers and there were two trailers in this oh, film oh yeah yeah that were for the emo- so there was a McDonald's one yep. where like a McDonald's box was in the emoji universe which is yeah that's fine that's kind of clever and then there was also like a was it a Dairy Lee or might, a, yeah, it might have been a Dairy or Lee. A but they, but they, they both used the same footage, yeah. just slightly changed to fit their brand. And it's like right. this is this is just. It was only made to make adverts. money. It, it did it. I can't wait for the meme movie. And also when Wait they go into when they go into yeah. Dropbox, oh. uh, it's like, don't worry, no one will get us in Dropbox. It's safe and secure. And it's like, okay, then how much did you get paid to write that? <laughs> just, just answers on there as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just dance one no, is the to, one to, that I know. To, yeah. to progress the story, they have to go through the just dance app, and they have to play just dance. Yeah, but what? and they do the emoji bop. Is it bop or pop? I think it's pop. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't work it out. There was there was about ten, so we were so if anyone's been to Bognor Cinema, there is a huge screen. The first screen, right? It's huge. Yeah. It's, mad, it's like a it's like a a big theatre, right? And there was about ten people there. <laughs> and we were the only ones laughing <laughs> and we were just laughing at how awful it was so like something would happen and we'd just be like oh no and just laugh to ourselves because it's awful so yeah not, not, not even the young children laughed and I think that really shows that's you telling, that. that's, um, that's telling I, was, I, I got a headache about <laughs> halfway through yeah uh, it was, um, it it was, was poor it's not even 90 minutes it's 86 minutes long so what? technically it's that's not an actual it's, film yeah I was about to say it's a short film but it's really good though. Um, so I'll give it probably like an eight or a nine out of ten, just because um, you know the story's quite good. It's not um, there. I really like the soundtrack because they've got um, Pitbull's Fireball. Oh wow! Yeah, um, my dad likes that. Which song, yeah. which they play a fair few times, and I really like that song. Um, the animation's genuinely really good. It's fine. Um, but that's sort of the thing with Sony Pictures is it looks great, but everything else is um, because they've garbage. They've like discovered really. their thing now, haven't they? And it's fairly easy for them to do now. Yeah, yeah. They just, just paste them. I think like in two it. years we're gonna like look at it and be like, oh, this isn't great. Yeah, we should probably keep improving this. Because um, I mean, you've got brands like Illumination, uh, who have made things like the Minions movie and Minions. And they sort of have a not great story and really cheap animation. Whereas at least with Sony, you get a not great story, but at least the animations, like there, quite fine. nice. Um, Stephen Wright was in it, and probably my favourite actor in it, as in he gave a decent performance. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, he played um, the main character, didn't he? No, that was T.J. Miller. Oh, t- because I thought that T.J. Miller um, was way into it, and for no reason. Uh, James Corden sounded like he was getting a paycheck. Uh, he sounded like he was reading the lines of his phone which he probably uh, was reading to his agent but uh no Stephen wright <laughs> played gene's dad oh yeah i mean wow that was something else it's sort of his voice just fits the character really nicely. well it's because it's because his parents are met emojis so they're meh the whole time yeah I like don't that's un- that's the thing i don't understand right, why they okay. need gene then why can't they just use i don't know his parents because um but know. yeah no Stephen wright was fine i mean when you're talking about a film that's about emojis, the acting doesn't seem to be like. Uh, first I think if, if you if you had the film on DVD, which I'm obviously going to get it on DVD, uh, I'm going to um, get it on Blu-ray, 3D, Ultra 4K. But purely for the irony, because um, it's funny that way. Uh, I think edition. if you put it in front of a baby, the baby might be entertained for a few minutes. So if you want to take a nap, mm. and you need something to distract your children, 
the emoji movie might work. Although I'd, I'd personally just show them. But something how like long else. does this like ironic thing last until they just become the highest grossing movie of all time? <laughs> uh, well, that is the end goal. That yeah. is the room. Um, uh, anyway, next film. But, uh, no, sorry, uh, hang on. <laughs> um, so the emoji musical is coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you're joking, aren't you? No. 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 Look at that. Wait, are you serious? No, nope, it's a real thing. Uh, it looks really good. Um, I'm really excited to see where they go with it. Um, Can't wait for the emoji. Because there's just oh. so many emojis. And like that's the thing. is Every month, new mo- emojis come out. So it's like they've effectively got this like infinite um, sort of catalogue of characters and different like the settings lo- they can use. The law keeps expanding. Exactly. Really. So World so of Warcraft, they keep so adding So sort of it's keep on, keep on evolving. And I think that's what's so cool about this. Is like, look at, I don't know, Blade Runner or something. Is that... The concept's already set, and so you can't really change it that much. Confirms the emoji movie is better than Blade but Runner. With <laughs> like, but with the emoji movie, it's just emojis keep on getting updated. So it's sort Talking of like about Blade it's Runner. always changing. Blade Runner. We Talk went, me and Joe, um, separately, not together this time. No, um, so I saw Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX in 3D. I just saw it like um, a scrub normally. Yeah, so I paid £14. I um, paid £5. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... It was it was it was alright. It, it is a fantastic piece of cinema. Yep. So it was um it was pretty good. Ryan Gosling is playing one of the two categories of people that he plays of so he either plays someone that's really cool or someone's or, a bit wacky. Or someone that's dead, like and straight faced. Dead on the inside. Hey, what about the nice guys? Uh wacky. Uh and cool. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Including wacky and the cool. Uh well, I mean, it's a, he's sort of smooth and I think that cool. would have been much better if he was dead-eyed the whole time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, he fit into that, and he was he was pretty good. Harrison Ford wasn't terrible like he was in The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the what is so good about this film, what makes it work, is the cinematography yeah, definitely. done by Robert Deakins, or Roger Deakins. I think it's Roger Deakins, uh, who did um, The Big Lebowski and films like Prisoners. Oh, wow. Um, and what's so good about it is just the I'm so happy I saw it in IMAX because it's the first thing that I've seen in IMAX and just the use of colour is so nice yeah, even the trailers um, I, I haven't seen the film maybe because I, I, I don't go out that often <laughs> but um, <laughs> stay indoors <laughs> when I was watching the trailer I was just that was the first thing that got me like when you see all the mm. little things they've added in and the colours a lot of films like to just make it a bit a bit bleak and a bit boring no, because it is, it is this bleak future. Yeah. Like yeah. Overpopulation. But that, there's, n- there's no excuse but for yeah. it to drown all the colours well, it's, it's the Well, adverti- it? it's the kind of the advertisements. Yeah. The, the kind of the, like the big pink ladies yeah. and stuff. Like yeah. Sony's, getting, Sony's getting a fair oh, yeah, so advertisement. I, I saw the Sony advert that was in there. That was, that was well. Also but it, but Atari. It fit, but it fits. It does, There was yeah. always um, stuff like that in the original. Yeah. Like, I love the soundtrack. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, moving I, on to the soundtrack, <laughs> uh, done by Hans Zimmer and someone else, but who cares? It's Hans Zimmer who does the soundtrack to every film. Yeah, did he actually um, do a good job? He, it, he did. It's one of my favourite soundtracks because um, they use like really obscure like whale sounds as well mm. at random parts, and it was really effective because on the way home, I was listening to the soundtrack on the bus, and it was the most intense experience. Yeah, just because yeah. like it would like be really building up, and then the bus would stop, and it would be like. Oh snap! What's going to happen? It's Nothing, like it's like it's like it, it's synth, but it's also really heavy, like whale, like whale, like metallic groans. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. go on for quite a while, and they really it's it's very. If anyone's like the Deus Ex soundtrack. Yeah, well. How how that kind of it uses like that, that kind of synth. You've not seen like, the first movie. Brrr, 
like that for a long time. It yeah, is nice. really good. That's, that, that's, that's, that's probably that's probably my favourite bit of the song. <laughs> yeah, <actually. laughs> But, um, not, but not like the annoying thing that they always do like in World War Z where they have like the but like they're like an actual decent But that was a good thing about the original movie which you've not seen. I will see it. I will yeah. watch it this afternoon. It's produced by one guy basically. The uh, Van- Vangelis I think his name is. And that's he's a synth guy that was literally made on a keyboard and like on one specific keyboard I think. And that's got this dad vibe that you just described throughout the whole film. And the novel it's based on is quite good too. Was there little was there little synth spikes? Was there like the um, sort of I don't think I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, there probably like, was. Probably, no, um, there probably was. Nice. I'm gonna watch this movie. <laughs> the, the the plot was good too. Uh, yeah. So it's set that Ryan Gosling is like this synthetic. So Ryan Gosling is a replicant, and they made that clear yeah, from I was, the very beginning. I was, I was, I literally just said Ryan Gosling is a, a thing. He's uh, not a synth- it's called replicants, not synthetic. Yeah, but he's a synthetic person because he's not real. But he, but they call him replicants in the film. Uh, so Hal's just interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> so Hal's <laughs> so microphone is also taped on, uh, which is a serious oh, problem. No, see, uh, so we're just going to have to deal with that. Um, so Ryan Gosling is a synthetic human. <laughs> uh, and he's been tasked with hunting down... Because basically, they made these robots... To like Beep to do stuff, but then they made them too good, and so they started revolting. Ooh. Um, and then they were like, "Well, we can't have that." So <laughs> they then made a new line of synths that couldn't revolt, so they were bare. And then they sent the second line to go after the first line, and these were called Blade Runners twenty forty nine. Roll credits. Um, <laughs> and so Dave Batista's in this film as well. Oh, cool. Uh, he's in it for like. One scene, but he's really good. Is he the, the guy scene. at the beginning? Yeah, the guy oh, with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, also yeah, in Guardians yeah, he, of the he Galaxy. He did, did really well. Yeah, 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 yeah um, really good. It's weird as well because he's in like a bunch of cast interviews and stuff, and you think they'd be in it more, but isn't yeah. he a wrestler? He was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the Will Smith of our generation, but instead uh, of rap to film, he's wrestling. You could just set the Rock. Yeah, true. Yeah, the Rock. Yeah, but the I Rock isn't that, as good yeah. as him. I don't think you really threw me off with that Will Smith. Where's this guy? Will Smith. Um. So, and then the plot is he has to go hunt down things. Oh, yeah, because they find out that there's like. Oh, no spoilers. Oh, that's not a spoiler, though. That's, oh, just the, say it that's then. the premise of the film. Oh, say it then. Go on then. So, like, they find out that a synth has created a life. Oh. Like, it's created Given it's, birth. Yes. And they're like, we've got to find this child and, and, kill, and kill it. Oh. Um, but don't worry, because the. The person that they find gave birth like died ages ago, so the child's not a child anymore. So they're not they're not trying to kill a child. Okay, cool. Um, and yeah, that's the sort of premise of the film. Nice. It's it's quite lo- it's two hours and forty three minutes, but I feel like none of that time's wasted. Hmm. Yeah. Like I can't think of a single scene that would go, yeah, we could have cut that. Yeah, like a dumb fight scene where it's like yeah, no. there's not that much action. No, I was a lot of it is traveling, talking. That's there is, good. there is, act- and the action is good. Yeah, but I like it's it in a movie. Like I like it in a movie where instead of just having a bit that doesn't mm. change anything to do with the storyline, you know that's going to happen anyway. Like when there's like a fight scene, it's like, well, I know they're going to win. Yeah, because they've got to do a certain thing in the movie that's going to happen anyway. So just cut to that bit, do the talking or whatever. That's more interesting than just throwing something. And in. the kind of head bad guy is really cool too. With nice. like some deep philosophical, uh, like played by Jared Leto, mm. uh, who actually gives a decent performance, and really? I don't laugh at it, and I'm like, you know what, you're actually all right as an actor. I've been seeing a lot Jared. of people, like, people saying they could have, they could have been less Jared Leto. It could um, have been less. A Jared lot of people Leto. would say that there should have been more Jared Leto. I said Who's saying I think there should have been more. Just the whole film? Um, no, definitely just the whole not. film, no. Jared Leto. No, 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 no. But I think 
some I think he wasn't he could have been he could have been I think he could have been explored more. Yeah, and right. I think I think they're trying to set up a franchise. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm fine with that. I think as long as they're on the same level as that was. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, if, if they're all, all I mean, they've done two in a row now that have been like admitted really good. Massive gaps. But there's <laughs> been big yeah, true. Yeah, true. But I time. mean, as long as they keep with the kind of like art house on a maximum budget feel, which they might not, but who knows. And I think, other than the soundtrack, the cinematography, the other thing that I really liked about this film are the concepts. So, Ryan Gosling's character has a wife that's like a projection. Like a literal projection. Yeah. And it's quite it's quite interesting, that sort of technology and sort of the way that goes. And also, there's a bit on Harrison Ford's planet, because Harrison Ford's City. in it, um, where it's sort of, there's these 3D projections of like Elvis Presley and Frank Sinatra and stuff. Huh. But because they're like sort of derelict they sort of malfunction oh, right, and it's yeah. really creepy because like they'll start singing and it'll just be silence yeah so they'll and still they'll be sing, there and they'll but silence then that sounds, that sounds and then really the cool yeah. sounds like cool. cuts in really loudly it's a very good set um, piece and it's sort of it makes me feel so uncomfortable and i really 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 like it uh so dennis villaviv definitely not how you pronounce his last name i think he's french uh he is mm. uh so he's made basically a film every year since like 2011 12 and each year it's been a critical success so he's made prisoners enemy blade runner 2049 some other film that i didn't remember uh, arachnoid that's like the one with the spider is that enemy that's enemy oh, that's enemy uh so he yeah. made sicario i can't remember if you said sicario oh we oh, made sicario as well yes yes yes, yes. Gonna film knowledge um although they don't need the sequel for sicario um so yes, watch out for Dennis Villaviv. He's um, good at the stuff that he does. Uh, he's his name Daniel Dennis. Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> no, is his name Daniel? <laughs> not Daniel no. Day Lewis. <laughs> I know. I know his first name's definitely Dennis. Okay, um, cool. I'll stake three pounds fifty on that. Oh well, um, that's a cinema ticket to watch Blade Runner. So, Toby, you go. I watched an old movie because I need to catch up on my classics. That's basically what I do here on this podcast. I love it. Who's seen Kill Bill here? I've seen Kill Bill, both of them. I've seen both of them. Really? That's cool. Nice. Have you seen both of them? I've seen both of them as well. Spoilers. We're going we're going into spoilers. Yeah, this will be spoiler territory because this is an old movie and it is on Netflix and it's been on Netflix. You have for no a while. excuse to not so watch it. Uh, it came out in two thousand four. Yeah, it came out yeah, it came out a little while ago. Mm. I didn't realise it was that new. I thought it was a little bit older. I than thought it was like nineteen nineties. Yeah. Oh, but then I think I have a I have a feeling that most I I feel like most films that are good are from the nineteen nineties. Yeah. Was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in like I tend to. Anyway, yeah, go on. Yeah. So the first film is sort of like he goes to Japan. She goes to said he. Oof. She goes to Japan after being uh, shot at. She lives at her wedding. Yeah, at her like a wedding rehearsal. Yeah. Um, uh, that hospital bit's pretty good. A bit where she goes yeah. in the car and like tries to get her feet to go work again. That's good too. Yeah. Basically, there's a lot of dodgy scenes I won't describe because. Uh, oh yeah, there. That, that, that hospital thing's a bit rough, isn't it? They're very uncomfortable scenes That's and they're very in depth. They don't hide a lot. From no, you. they don't. And uh, the violence, they don't hide from you, which is good. Because if you're going to have a lot of one thing that's controversial, mm. might, ha- might as well have a lot of another thing that's controversial. Yeah, you know, just Cancel pile it on. Just balance it out. Yeah, you know. But I, I, Two negatives make a positive. This is the first Tarantino film I've ever watched. Because um, I, I don't know where I've been. <laughs> um, and I really like it. There's obviously some bits where he, he plays with that whole thing of this film is a... Is a sort of a parody of action movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I quite like that. Like Star Trippers. I like parodies of movies like that because I watched Neo Yokio, which is a parody of anime and that was hilarious. Like I just, 
parodies that are done well still remain good, not without mm. being like too digging. Into yeah, so like scary movie doesn't work. Yeah, because it's, it's just a parody. But you yeah, want, you want a, like the good, like Nice Guys. Yeah, it's a parody that is also a film. Yeah, yeah, this works by itself, and yeah. When I finished Sora, she goes to Japan, gets a sword made by a legendary sword maker who's not made swords in ages. He made a vow to not make swords, but she, he made a sword for her. And she goes to attack one of the fame. What are they called? They're the uh, some of the uh, assassins. I can't remember what they're called. I can't remember what they're called. But they were. It's, it's a cool name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Take my word for it. Um, they were the people that attacked her at her wedding. And who they were all where? Uh, she used to be part of the group. She used to be part of the group, and then she I tried gather. to leave to yeah. marry some guy, because the guy who manages them is a guy called Bill. That's the name of the Hence movie. Hence, kill, yeah, kill Bill, which is her aim. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm alright at this wedding," and then all of a sudden, those people turned up to kill her, and then he shot her in the head, but she lived, like I said. And then, she, when she's in Japan, she goes to attack one of these assassin members. Who I really like this film. The first film I much preferred. The second one, the second one's good and it's necessary. And mm. it does what it needs to do. Uh, the first one is basically a, a one like a massive fight scene. Yeah, that that end fight scene. is that the one where she fights like a billion guys. She fights a lot like of ma- like Matrix style. A lot of like uh, yeah. Japanese mafia guys. Yeah. with samurai swords. Absolutely brutalize them as well. Crazy like, people, scene, people yeah. lose limbs and like just crawling through their own blood. There's like a nice Scarface reference where they keep falling into the water, and then by the end of it, the water's red, <laughs> which I really like. Yeah. That sort of plays a lot with kind of old movies like that this whole movie feels like a Scarface movie if you know what I mean like that kind of era yeah that kind of era that's why you feel feel like it's older than it is and then you watch it and you're like oh no actually I get that a lot of the references that you see in modern movies are like you know the there's like an alarm that goes off whenever she sees yeah. s- like one of her enemies I can't replicate it's like you replicate if you know what it is you'll recognize yeah. it yeah you hear it a lot Joe's having a headache. <laughs> Joe, to Joe can't handle it. But yeah, this job, the fight scene in Japan is fantastic. She goes up against one of the assassins, gets sliced, but she she lives anyway, and beats the other person in a in a great fight scene. I won't describe it too much because if you want to watch it. Yeah, but Ham's already said that we're going into spoilers. So yeah, but I mean, yeah, but but I think that if you if you know the plot, you can still watch it for the fight yeah, the, scenes. The plot the plot line's pretty obvious. What's yeah, gonna happen, yeah, yeah not gonna it's, lie, it's not the strong point. The of movie, the film. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't need to be. You need to watch the scene, which is like what well, I didn't really want to watch because I was like, oh, let's kill Bill. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to kill Bill. I'm going to kill Bill, which she does in the second movie. Yes. But I won't describe that scene too much either. That's, good. that's, that's a, a good scene. Really too. good scene. Really good scene. Very emotional. You, you get invested in all the characters and you, you don't really know what you want the outcome of the film to be. But when it ends, you're like, nope, that was comfortable. That was a good ending. That was good. Uh, can I just point out the, the scene in the second film where she's buried alive? Oh, that's a great scene. I, I'm horribly claustrophobic. Oh, so yeah. I cannot watch it without visibly like curling up into a ball and cringing. It's done really well because you actually like. Yeah, it's thi- really claustrophobic. I was thinking how they made it. I was thinking, well, obviously they put her in just a room and pulled yeah, dirt yeah, over. Yeah, But it they do a very he does a very good job of making you feel like, and she does a great job. Emma Thurman is fantastic in mm. both of these movies. Like genuinely one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Like she's visibly like sweating and like out. Yeah, of, she like, is. Yeah, out of breath in most of these scenes, and when she's in the grave. And she's just got the torch, and she like every now and then she hits the torch on the side of the thing. Yeah, and it's just like, oh god, there's like no. It's horrible. Hint that oh, this it's is like it's horrible. Yeah, it's really well filmed because <sighs> they've obviously filmed it. Yeah, I mean, it's just fantastic, th- but it yeah. gives me it gives me the chills. And then it cuts away to like a nice like a uh, flashback where she's getting trained. Yeah, and then she fights, and she she punches through the the th- coffin with like with it. like her hand, but it's like yeah. not very much. 
Yeah, it's obviously right. like that's probably the most outlandish scene. In yeah, the, but it's really cool. Movie. It's like yeah, because you see yeah. her trying to get to that point, and then she gets to do. She's earned it, you know. Yeah, and there's a scene where, well, the dude that buried her died because of another woman who killed her, it's and true. then um, she was another assassin, and then she goes to fight. In the firm, goes to fight her. And the, the, is that the eye patch one? Yeah, the eye patch one. Yeah. Um, that's a fantastic scene as well. Is she, called, is she called Viper? I think so. Yeah. And she's really cool. That's a cool fight scene again. We won't explore that one too much. Again, just just a great, great scene. But the, this movie doesn't... Like the first... The, I described it the movie because it's like volume one and two. Obviously, it's two movies. Yeah. I just say it. Kill Bill. Just watch it back to back. Yeah. Watch it back to back and you won't miss anything. You won't feel like, oh, I can't have to take some time out. You'll want to watch the second movie straight yeah. away. Uh, the f- just from the get-go to the end, there's like never a real moment of just like, I don't want to watch this film. Yeah, no, you always want to see, you know, like, yes. The, the first great. scene is her walking into someone's house and starting a fight. <laughs> and that's an insane scene as well. It's just, this movie's great. No what, what we, what, how many... Um, Samurai makers vow again never to make again and then making one last sword would you give it out of ten? Ten. Ten. I really like this is like a great movie. Uh, Joe, how many um how many Uma Thurmas out of ten would you give this film? Uh it's one of my least favourite Quentin Tarantino films. Um What's it's not in the top three. The qu- um, yeah, I mean uh, what, what would be in the top three, Joe? Yeah. Um <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Uh, yeah, probably Reservoir Dogs, Django Unchained. Um and Pulp Fiction. Good choice. Yeah, maybe not in that order, but yeah. those are the three. Mm. You, you definitely need to watch Reservoir Dogs. I do. I need to watch more cl- more classics, yes. especially Tarantino movies, because I really enjoyed his uh, like style in this. And uh, also, there's a I don't know, there's a channel that recently put out a thing that just categorizes Tarantino as like best camera shots. So if you're like a media student or something, check that Which out. Which we're not, <laughs> no. <laughs> ironically. No. But you should check those out. They're very quite interesting regardless of even if you're not a media student it's quite interesting fantastico well boys and yeah. girls any other business do you want to quickly talk about some things you watched uh, some you don't have to talk too much uh, I, actually just, I actually just remember something yeah. uh, I want to point out that Hollywood's in trouble because yep. this summer was their lowest ever like gross from films oh wow well think about summer blockbusters this year right what have we got we've got The Mummy that was great we've got uh, Valerian City of a Thousand Whatevers mm-hmm. that was um, that flopped Wow. What else was there that came out in the summer? Can't remember it. Joe's fallen asleep. That's how interesting the summer was. Not much. Was. It's really not that. It wasn't the good, that much. The, the three good films that have come out so far this year, or the the, the, the two good ones and one that I think Smurf everyone else seems to like. Um, Baby Driver was fantastic. American Made was actually really good. And Dunkirk was fine. Those and, yeah. the, and all three of those films were critically acclaimed and commercially successful. But didn't come out in the summer blockbuster thing, is that right? I thought so. No, Dunkirk was just before, wasn't just it? Just before. Baby Driver was the beginning of this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Like all early. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, and then American Made was a month in the ago. Summer. Was it was it was it a American summer blockbuster? Made came out in the it wasn't a summer blockbuster, but no. it came out. So in it the seems summer. like people are more inclined to watch like more nuance, original artsy ideas, movies, like yeah. arts a bit more because American Made is quite artsy. Baby Driver is quite artsy, hmm. and Dunkirk is quite. It plays around with time quite well as well. Yeah. So actually, people like more intelligent films. Well, well, nice. well, so one of the most hyped movies. I know you guys probably don't care about it, but I've talked about it a lot. Is that Good Time movie with Robert Pattinson that I'm waiting for? I can't hmm. remember who it's directed by, which is really bad. But like that movie's got a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of hype outside of like movie circles, which is pretty insane. Like yeah. fashion magazines are like 
interviewing Robert Patterson because they want to talk about this film. It's cool. I, th- I think. Well, I think we're we're seeing the beginning of a shift. I think. Yeah, and it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good because I mean a lot of these films are flopping anyway, just because I don't know people don't really want to watch movies well, uh, anymore. It's yeah, kind of sad anyway. But uh, yeah, I think it's like Netflix and and, and streaming and yeah. stuff does help with that. But I think. You can't really be. I mean, watching Blade Runner twenty forty nine in a cinema yeah. was fine. And Joe, you watched it in IMAX, didn't you? I'm in three D. Yeah, so it's better to watch it in a cinema. It, it will always. I think it will always be until people can afford. I think so, yeah, I think it's just yeah. like the, the it, it's the sound and and the experience. Yeah, and everyone being really loud around you and annoying. Because um, IMAX will build a cinema in your home for three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand pounds. That's a deal. So that, that's really cool, actually. Buy two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just over half a million. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, gentlemen, mm. and no, just gentlemen. Yep. Uh, uh, thank you, audience, for listening to our film reel. Film reel. Thank you, film boys. Yeah, there goes the channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Godspeed. Yeah. So uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. So. <laughs> so. Um, so so, oh, sorry, I just remembered your editing. Um, so, <laughs> am I? So, so I think you're trying to sing so so Celia. I think so so Celia. I think what cinema's problem? No, is we, that we finished. Joe. We've I got, think their problem is thoughts. that you've got things yeah, wrong like wrong final thoughts. You've got Netflix originals. Yeah. So Ameri- I don't think um, I am editing this. So there's no so point padding out. I'm not editing this. I don't think. Yeah, I know. I just I've just thought of this. So <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah. Um, so you've got things like Netflix original films now, which I mean, Netflix is in billions of debt, but don't even worry <laughs> about. Every company's um, in debt nowadays. But I so know I am. what's what's the point of going to a cinema? Is experience and social, like yes. the social ability. That is it. Netflix and children. If, if you want to. If you want to see a film, you can probably watch it at home. You can probably pirate. I don't. <laughs> a lot of people do. So, really, cinemas need to try and adapt. They need to evolve. What do they need to do? I'm going to tell you what they need to do. They need to have phone-friendly cinema no. sessions. That's what they need to do. No. You know why? Because little little Sammy... Oh, I'm little Sammy. That was little Sammy. Or, I, I can't go 20 minutes without looking at my phone. Okay, little Sammy. Come in here. You can you can go on your phone whilst watching it. Oh, you, that, you're not that, even that watching would, it anyway. I don't get how horrible. people can go on their phones and cinema. I don't, I don't understand. You're paying seven pounds. You can go on your. I phone. I mean, if they if they if they showed if it wasn't all if there was only certain ones, I guess I would just wouldn't go. Yeah. To yeah so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So then, like you know, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what's gonna single-handedly save cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um. Your Honor. Case closed. Thank, thank you. Uh. So Joe. Well, Toby. What's your final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> that was Joe's final thoughts. <laughs> that was Joe's. Well, Toby. Um. Movies are good, and I need to watch more. Thank you. Uh, and I'm Hannah Cow coming at you with my final thoughts of I'm tired and I want to watch Blade Runner. The first one? Yes. And maybe the second one again. Gracias, amigos. Have a nice time. Bye. Maybe shit. Happy holidays.